Welcome back to the David Glenn Show. Welcome back to Free For All Friday. More of your phone calls a little bit later this hour. Joining us now, as promised, a young man who has become one of the best players in the Atlantic Coast Conference. He is the best three-point shooter in that league and one of the best in the entire country. As we speak, if you go to at CamJohnson23 on Instagram, you will see Cam successfully juggling three basketballs, which is maybe as impressive as shooting 48% from three-point range. The Heels host Miami tomorrow and then UV. Monday night. Cam Johnson, welcome back to the David Glenn Show. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing really well. What's harder, to make almost half of your three-pointers in an actual college basketball game or season or juggling three basketballs at the same time the way you're doing on Instagram right now? Um, I would say the three-pointer. Um, I think I picked up the juggling when I was really young, probably second grade, so that's kind of just like riding a bike now. True or false, the size and the weight of the balls that you use matters a lot because, for example, I can juggle tennis balls or baseballs three at a time, no problem, and I learned that as a kid. I don't think I could do it with something as large as three basketballs. I would say false. I think if you try the three basketballs, it'd be a lot easier than you thought. Really? Yeah, definitely. I've, I've tried volleyballs, and I think I survived that. What you Would you say it's as easy? I would say it's as easy, yeah. Wow. Okay, it's if you are to... An adjustment, and then it, it'll be pretty easy for yeah, you. Well, you also have probably a lot bigger hands than I have. But we... Actually, not really. No? I don't have the biggest of hands. I mean, I, you can ask any of my teammates if I have big hands, and you would laugh at their reaction. All right, by, as a six-foot-nine, I'm only six feet tall, so six-foot-nine guys are supposed to have larger hands than six-feet-tall guys. Uh, but with your youth juggling expertise in mind, what were you passionate about first, becoming a great juggler or being a brilliant long-range basketball shooter? Being a shooter, for sure. Juggling was something we had to do in gym class, and when we started doing it, I liked it, but always loved shooting uh, threes. And so how far back would that go, Cam? Because I, I try to picture you, I didn't know you as a young man. Usually, if you're a basketball player who happens to be tall, and here you are, six foot nine, usually they're kind of throwing you down there in the post. They're asking you to grab a lot of rebounds and block shots and stay in the lane. How did your story unfold where you were already working on long-range shooting even as well, a young guy? I was never tall, so... Um, I was always a guard. I was always a point guard, shooting guard. I never played small forward, really, until I got to college. And I never played the four position until I got to Carolina. So, um, you know, I got when I got into high school, I was about five foot eight. only played point guard. I was just smaller. And then, you know, all the growth spurts and stuff happened later after that. So, you know, I grew up shooting a lot of threes. And especially when I was in AAU, I'd play up in age groups. I was extremely small. And I really had to rely on it sometimes. You grew more than a foot after enrolling as a high school student. Correct. That, Since my freshman year, I've grown over a foot. Is that as uncommon as I would think it is? Or, or do you see, hear that story among fellow basketball players from time to time? You hear it, but I wouldn't say it's extremely common. I know some people that have had some, some big-time growth spurts. But um, I don't think it's, it's too common, no. 
That makes sense, though, now that I think of it. If you're 5'8", you better learn how to shoot from long range. Exactly. And here Cam Johnson is. 16 points per game, best for the Tar Heels so far this season. Luke May and Kobe White right on his tail along those lines. And ACC best 48% from three-point range in conference play, which tends to be the most difficult opposition. If you are going around the three-point arc, I don't know if you get to do a lot of your solo work at the Smith Center or at somewhere else, but if you're no defenders, not practice no Roy Williams around if you're going around the arc corner to corner top of the key etc what percentage do you expect to make if you're all by yourself maybe with a clock ticking versus the almost half that you make in actual games um so I'll go around sometimes and I'll shoot 120 shots from five spots around around the arc um I'd expect to make at least 80 I would like to make closer to 86, 87, 88. Um, and then if I'm anywhere under 80, I'm a little upset. And wait a minute, that was a total of 100 shots? A total of 100. So, so you, I think the other day I did it, and I only got like 77 or 78. I was a little angry at myself. But you're not surprised if you make 85 out of 100? No, I think that would be pretty usual. Wow. That is awesome. Cameron Johnson is joining us on the David Glenn Show. What does Coach Williams call you, Cam or Cameron, or does it depend on if you're doing something well or poorly at the moment? <laughs> I think he'll stick to Cam most of the time. What's he like to play for beyond what we see on TV? Uh, he's great. Uh, he cares about us a lot. Um, he really pushes us to be our best, and, you know, he's, he's, he's easy to get along with, um, and, you know, he's he, he, has, he cracks a lot of jokes, I will say that. Some of them uh, can hit a little deep, but he likes to crack jokes. And, you hit, know, a he, he's, hit a little deep, like insulting? or, or <laughs> No, not necessarily insulting, but like let's say it was something like um, with my hips over the summer, he cracked Ooh. a little joke about them saying that he could beat me in a way. Wow, that's a little sensitive. Hey, <laughs> yeah, wait, exactly. With that in mind, you know, I've been covering the ACC for 30 years. I watch you sometimes in person, more often on TV. You look like a different person. Not that you were a bad player last year. You've always been able to shoot. But you're, to me, you're a better defender and you're better offensively. And you just look more comfortable running up and down the floor. How, how do you put into words what's different about your body and just what it's able to do when you ask it to do something? Um, the most simple way to describe it is um, my hips mostly just felt really restricted and kind of just about every direction of motion. Um, so now they just feel more open, um, and I can kind of just move my feet better. I can move my feet in small spaces better. Um, I can spread my feet better. I can get longer strides when I run. And I've gone back and watched games in the past couple of years and compared them to now, and you can kind of see it. My stride length is a little bit longer when I'm playing defense. I spread my feet a little bit better. I move them a little bit better. So, you know, just all of that has just made me feel a lot more comfortable and confident on the court. If you ever and get a lot more pain-free. Yeah, it, you can tell. It looks that way, and, and I think everybody's rooting for that. You want to watch great athletes at peak physical condition. Cam Johnson of North Carolina is joining us. Tar Heels host Miami tomorrow in a Raycom game at noon, and then they do host UVA on Monday night. Now, we in the media and even fans, Cam, as you know, we're allowed to look ahead. Would you be, right. would you be in trouble with Roy Williams? If I asked you about UVA on Monday and you answered, given that you have to deal with Miami tomorrow, would you get in trouble? Yes. <laughs> I, and I wouldn't want to talk about it myself. Um, you know, Miami is a, is a pretty good basketball team. And, you know, we can't look back to them. We got to take care of that one first. What has 
if you looked, if you thought of what you hoped transferring to UNC from Pitt was going to be, whatever that dream-like picture might have been, I'm sure there had to be some uncertainty when you arrived. Is the real right. picture right now, you know, eight and one in the ACC, tied for first in the league, number eight in the national rankings. You look like an all ACC player, maybe even first team all ACC. Is the reality as good as whatever the dream was like when uh, you decided to leave Pitt a couple years ago? Um, yeah, I'd say so. Um, obviously, there's been some bumps in the road over the past year and a half. But um, to be at this point right now is the reason I came here. Um, to be competing, you know, at the highest level and competing for ACC championships and, you know, for a really good spot coming into March is, is what I came here for, and I feel like we're putting ourselves in that position right now. I think it was earlier this week you said at a press conference that you believe practices recently have either, I think you described it as either better or more competitive. Uh, elaborate on that for us. What What's better for the Tar Heels in practice right now in February compared to whatever a month or two or three months ago? Um, I think it's our energy and attention to detail. Um, I think we're starting to defend a little bit better or communicating better in practice. And, uh, you know, kind of just executing the things that the coaches want us to execute a little bit better. And it's kind of, you know, just bringing some excitement because we see it, you know, starting to pay off. We see it working in practice and then you know, we want to transfer to the games and we want to keep doing it and we're going to keep getting better. And I think it's, you know, overall uh, paying off for us. Watching your team last year and watching it this year, I cannot figure something out. We'll see if you have a good theory. Luke May has been a 40-plus three-point shooter percent, both as a sophomore and a junior, and he's only hitting mm -hmm. about 33 this year. Kenny Williams was a 40-percent three-point shooter last year. He's only at about 31% this year. You're the shooting guru. Like, can you help those guys with some work on the side, or is there something else going on that's, you know, making their jobs more difficult? Because I imagine they didn't forget how to shoot overnight or laugh from last year. Uh, no, it just happens like that sometimes. Um... You know, good shooters sometimes miss shots. Um, and, you know, I, I don't think it affects either their confidence or anybody else's confidence in them to make a shot the next one they put up. But, um, you know, I, I think last year my percentage was not good at all from three. So, you know, it's not about exactly what your three-point percentage is at the moment, but I think it's just about overall your ability to shoot the ball. And I think they both believe in themselves. And, and um, we all as a team believe in them. As a young person growing up in Pennsylvania, did you know or see on TV what the Smith Center atmosphere was like? And even if not, how do you describe that with Miami tomorrow and Virginia on national TV on Monday night? And there may be a Duke game down the road as well. Um, you know, I, I did watch a lot of Carolina basketball growing up. So, you know, I was familiar with what the court looked like. But, you know, being in the arena is always different than watching it on TV. Um, and, I feel like I got a pretty solid grasp of it the two times I played here before I transferred here. And it's a great environment. Um, our fans, you know, show up and they, they really support us out there. And, you know, I think for these next two games, they'll be pretty big for us. What are your thoughts about professional basketball? About professional basketball yeah. in general? Yeah, just uh, was it a childhood dream? I can't imagine that uh, six foot nine guys who can make a lot of three pointers are not in demand at the professional level. But you know, how do you put that in perspective at this stage of your life now that you're close to the end of your eligibility? Oh yeah, always a childhood dream. Um, I used to, my grandma always used to ask me what I wanted to do when I grew up, and I said, "Grandma, I want to be a basketball player." And then she'd always be like, "Okay, but like, what do you really want to do?" I'm like, no, I really want to be a basketball player. Like, you just asked me that. <laughs> so, um, you know, each, you know, as I go along, I get a little bit closer to it. 
Uh, obviously, that's the goal for myself and, you know, a lot of others on my team. Um, but, you know, one day I hope to get there and, you know, call my grandma up and, and ask her, you know, what I wanted to be when I grew up. If you get a chance to talk to young people, and I know the Tar Heels do a lot of stuff in the community, what do you say to young basketball players if they ask you, Cam, how did you become such an amazing shooter? Because uh, sometimes young people don't understand the hard work that goes into kind of perfecting your craft. Um, I like to tell people a lot of it, it comes down to farm shooting, and a lot of it comes down to kind of establishing good habits. Um, when I was young, my parents, you know, had us do farm shooting over and over and over again. Uh, you know, just about every day we'd have to go outside and make about 50 farm shooting shots in a row before we could, you know, really do anything else. So uh, it was just something that was emphasized to me when I was young. Um, and, you know, I really try to emphasize that to other people. And, you know, don't just go around throwing up shots from the three-point line. You really got to work in close and then work your way out and then make sure just fundamentally you jump shot it down before you can before you can really, you know, start to light it up from behind the heart. I'm still freaking out about the 88 out of 100 thing. If if we blindfolded you, Cam, at the top of the key, ha- have you shot yeah. enough shots that you could even make a, a decent percentage while blindfolded? Or is the <laughs> I don't visual... know how many I make while blindfolded. The visual helps, but um, sometimes I'll close my eyes and see what happens. Uh, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't guess exactly what the percentage would be. But if I feel like if there's no – if I've seen the hoop before I shot the yeah, ball, yeah. I feel like I pretty much know it. Oh, yeah. We, we would let you see the rim before we blindfolded yeah. you. That wouldn't be fair. Yeah. We won't even spin you around or anything like that. We're just curious. I can tell you this, you know, as a, as a six-foot guy – even I remember as a young basketball player, there came the point where you knew your natural mechanics were not enough to get the ball to the rim. What is mm-hmm. that distance for you? In other words, you know, at what distance are you not sure if your natural stroke is enough for the three-pointer? I mean, you know, at a half-court shot, you're going to be doing something a little bit different. But what is that yeah. line? I'd say a couple steps in from half-court, a couple feet behind the three-point line. Um, I, I prefer to shoot deeper ones. Sometimes, um, sometimes like I feel like twenty-five, like twenty-five feet, maybe, wow. maybe. Sometimes I feel like the deeper I am, the more kind of like shooting instinct takes over, and the less I'm kind of like, you know, the less I'm kind of holding back on certain things or monitoring it too closely or anything like that. So I feel like sometimes the further back you get, the more you kind of just let the natural instinct and let let your natural shot kind of just pull through. Have you ever been on any of those special TV shows? Like when I was a kid, they called it Believe It or Not. I would have thrown Cam Johnson on national TV and said, this kid can make 88 out of 100 three-point shots. Like, and now they have all sorts of variations. Have you ever <laughs> – you, you're, you're like a circus sideshow that helps Roy Williams win basketball games. Did, were you ever asked to do something like that at a camp or anything? No. Um, I've been in three-point shootouts in camp, but they've gone down to the wire, um, and those have been pretty fun. When I was really young, but uh, since then, no, not really. Just kind of shooting on my own and trying to make the best I can. You're a heck of a player, man. Congratulations on your improvement. Uh, you, you are. I have a ballot for all ACC, and and you are one of the best players in this league, and a lot of fun to watch. Congratulations on working through your your physical adversity. Uh, good luck against Miami tomorrow, and maybe we'll watch you on Monday night against Virginia as well. Thank you for the time on the David Glenn Show. Yes, sir. Thank you. You got it. Cam Johnson on Instagram at CamJohnson23, successfully juggling three basketballs. I'm going to try that this weekend, Darren. I can handle baseballs. I can handle tennis balls. I can handle volleyballs.
You've seen me juggle or no? I can't remember. Have I shown you? All? I'm out you, of skills. You tried to juggle footballs uh, on, that the was hard on the big tailgate tour one tour. time. And, but those are, you know, with their oblong shape, it's, it's a little tougher. Not being round is a complication. <laughs> yeah. It is. It just makes – I don't know how those who juggle, you know, knives or chainsaws, <laughs> that's next-level stuff. If it's round and it's not, you know, bowling ball heavy, I'd have a shot. I'm curious now that he said he doesn't think it's that much harder – there's my assignment for the weekend. I think he's weekend. being modest about his Maybe hand size is. also. That probably makes that A lot of fun, easier. though. Camp Johnson of yeah. UNC.